Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. All three of us are here today, and I'm excited because I did a podcast last week with Michelle, and I did a podcast last week with Abby, um, but now we're all three back together for this one, and I'm excited to talk to you both. Oh, me too. I listened to you guys, by the way, on my commute. Oh, that's... If, was there anything that stood out to you, like any notes that you um, want to share that maybe like we didn't touch on? I know we disappointed you with our um, lack of Darrell knowledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh because I already knew it came because I saw Swaz had answered it. So that made me laugh when I heard it. Um, and then I was cracking up at like how not excited you guys were for Jody. <laughs> Would you have been more excited? No, I don't really care for her either. So I mean, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I was thinking, okay, so um, if you haven't listened to our um, departure breakdown, then I recommend it because it's a fun one. But um, I was thinking since obviously some of the cast has changed, there have been some people added, been some, pe- some people that have dropped and people who were alternates. Um, maybe when the cast is like officially now announced closer to the season, then the three of us can do, um, another podcast, just kind of talking about who's going to be on and, um, yeah, just maybe just, I don't know, just doing a little, a little something because I feel like it seemed like for this season 38 challenge, I know that we did the one for departure, but it just seemed like it was missing. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I know what you mean. You seem like what, what, wait, what, <laughs> what, what like, seemed missing? Like, because so much of the cast like changed by the time. we. Oh, had- yes. Yeah. Okay. It was such a mess. Yeah, it was very weird. Which I feel like it's, it's kind of been like that with previous all-star seasons. Like we have no idea, you know, what's going on with global yet, but we've already had some people added that we didn't talk about and people that we talked about that aren't going to be on. So, um, I don't know. I think that we should do a follow-up one closer, closer to the time. I think so. Like pre pre premiere. That'd be fun. Yeah. Like right before the premiere when the cast mm-hmm. announced or something. Do we have any idea when it's going to be announced or when the premiere is? Well, I mean, it just, they just left for quarantine. So. Oh yeah. They just, oh yeah. Okay. So it'll be, a, it'll probably be like three to six months because I think that was filming for seven weeks so I would say anywhere like three to six months four to six months probably but if you remember I can't remember which season it was maybe it was like war of the worlds maybe but there was like something that was a few seasons ago but not super long ago where they had like a super quick turnaround where filming ended and then we were getting a preview like a month later it was crazy so who knows what'll happen, but, um, do we just want to get into what we've been watching this week? Abby, what have you watched this week? Listened to, read, done any, what, what media have you consumed? Oh, goodness. Um, okay, well, I'm almost caught up on Bachelor in Paradise, but it comes on again tonight, so I think I have one more of that to watch. Okay, uh- what are your um, thoughts on Bachelor in Paradise? I've watched Bachelor in Paradise too. Okay, well, I was really mad that the girls got sent away and that new girls were brought in because I did not think that that was fair at all. I thought the girls were getting the short end of the stick. So I complained about that in my little Bachelor group chat. And mm-hmm. apparently, since I ha- have not caught up, that the girls get new boys too. They do. Yes. So I have a problem with the Casa more twist and like everybody I've seen so many people online that are like, um, it's, it's the same as love Island. They do this too. Like, why are the girls complaining so much? And I just, I think that there are a couple different reasons why it is different. Okay. First of all, the amount of filming time is completely different. Love Island films for what, like two or three months? I mean, it films for at least two months. There's like a million episodes. It it has to. I'd have to look up for sure to see how long it is, but 
it's definitely like at least eight weeks long. So if filming time for Bachelor in Paradise is three to four weeks, and I mean, you have twice as, as long on Love Island than you do on Bachelor in Paradise to form your connections, to get to know people. And if there is a twist like that, like there's still a decent amount of time filming left that you're able to, to, to like um, build your connections. But I think another thing aside from filming time is that the premise of the show is completely different in Love Island. Like, yes, you're trying to find love, but you're also trying to win $100,000. And so when the people on Love Island go to Casa more and um, they, what, what they have to think about when it comes to like being with another woman or whatever is they have to not only think about um, the person who they were connecting with previously, they also have to think about the fact that that's going to affect the the money that they could potentially win at the end. We saw it with Johnny and Sully one season, and we saw it with um, Will and Kira another season, where those were both couples who were really strong, had the potential of winning, but then when Casa Moore came around, both Johnny and Will um, hooked up with other girls. And um, even though Will got back with Kira and Johnny got back with Sally, they didn't win their seasons. And part of that is because the viewers saw what happened during Casa More and the viewers didn't like it. So those are things that are different because in Love Island, they don't have the money aspect. They don't have um, another goal besides love that they have to be thinking about. In addition, in, and addition to that, my final third point here is that the goal of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, any kind of Bachelor Nation show is that at the end, you're trying to get engaged. So if you're trying to get engaged and you only have four months to get to know somebody, granted, or four, four weeks, I'm sorry, to get to know somebody, Granted, if, you know, you're with that person 24-7, it's acceler- it's an accelerated experience. They're sending you on these phenomenal dates. They're doing these things that put you in a fantasy world so that you can get engaged in the end. Why are you putting in a twist like Casa Amor? Because there's just not enough time. If they're going to do something like Casa Amor, then I think that the filming time just needs to be longer. How, long, how many days is Casa Amor on Love Island? I wonder versus how long it's going to be on bachelor in paradise i want to say it's like not maybe a week tops i saw reality steve say that it was a day but i feel like that's like absolutely wrong so on bachelor in paradise did they send guys for the girls yes okay so well they sent the the girls for the guys at the end of of um like the monday episode and then the guys for the girls don't come in until the tuesday episode so there's that cliffhanger but yes they do send in guys for the girls okay but it's just yeah i don't know that's just my my thoughts on this week's bachelor in paradise because one of the main things was casa more was there anything else that stood out to you in this episode uh, yeah, what do you think about Danielle and Michael? Okay, so I don't think he's ready to date. Huh. I think he's ready to date. I think he was listening. He was waiting for Danielle to get there. Um, so Ashley and Jared did a podcast. Oh, which one was it? Maybe Chicks in the Office, one of those ones. And um, they said that. After he broke up with Sierra, they were asking him if there's, like, anybody else that, like, he was hoping would come down, and he said Danielle. So, they clearly, like, had some kind of inkling mm-hmm. that each other were going to be there. And I actually saw, like, a, a TikTok, I think, um, that Sierra did, um, where she's just, like, talking about how she, like, oh, like, you meant by like saying that you weren't ready, you really meant that like there was somebody else you were waiting for to get down here or something. And I'm just like really confused by that situation because I don't see why like he broke up with Sierra before Danielle got there. I mean, maybe I guess because like he knew that he wasn't feeling it. So that makes sense. 
But to me, it would make more sense to just like wait for Danielle to get there. And then when Danielle takes you out on a date, be like, my connection with her was stronger. Sorry. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it was handled very weirdly. But also my thoughts about Danielle. What? No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, also my thoughts on like Danielle and Michael is okay, so do you remember like the Danielle Polly Cara Maria stuff? Yeah, I do. Okay, so do you, Abby? Yeah. Okay, so for those who don't remember, um when when Polly was first on Final Reckoning, he came onto the show with a girlfriend. And at some point, he, like, refers to Cara Maria as a hamburger and his girlfriend as fin- filet mignon. The filet- I remember. Yes. The fin- filet mignon that he was talking about was Danielle Maltby that we just saw go on a date with Michael on Bachelor in Paradise. Um, obviously, Polly ends up cheating on her with Cara Maria. Um, and then there is a lot of back and forth nonsense and cheating on them both where he was, yes, like hooking up with both of them at the same time. They find out about it. They do this like joint interview where both of them are just like bashing each other or bashing him to each other. Yeah. Just like this. Gosh, I wish I like would have looked at that piece. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. The things that were said for then cara maria to go on um and be with polly um very interesting but one thing that i remember most about this incident um is that after they did their joint interview polly was trying to get cara maria back and so he's on instagram live and he's crying and like begging for her back. And in one of his little speeches, he talks about how he fucked Cara Maria in Danielle's lingerie. And so I, I remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm sitting here like listening to her on this date with Michael during this episode. And all I can think about is like her lingerie. <laughs> You know, she didn't bring up that relationship at all. Okay, she didn't specifically, but she says that at one point that, like, she's been really burned in relationships. And obviously, I think that one of the, I mean, you don't really get burnt worse than that. That whole situation was so weird, like... So, so embarrassing. I mean, they apparently were still together even when Car- when Kara and him went on that tattoo show and he spun it for her to Danielle and lied to her about it. And I'm like, girl, why are you falling for this? Like, I forget why he told her that he went on that show with Kara, but I'm like, I, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought she was fucking dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that, like, they're still together, like, years later, I mean, it's... No, I thought Danielle was dumb. Well, I think they're both dumb. And Polly did, it was, like, horrible to Zakia on Big Brother, too. Like, he totally abused her, too, like, mentally. <laughs> I, I I can't stand that guy. I don't know. I, no, I can't stand him. The only, the only girl who seemed semi-decent too in the in the limelight was because I hated him on Big Brother and then he went on X in the Beach and he was actually kind of normal well that's and I didn't see that wallpaper and he was with his ex was there and they actually got together and there was no drama with him and they stayed together throughout the whole season and he seemed like he was actually treating treating her nice I never know I don't know what happened to them I think though when the whole Danielle and Kara scandal came out though she came out and said something and I apparently Polly had left her for Danielle mm-hmm. uh, there was an overlap there too some men can't be alone 
They just can't. Oh, and he had apparently been still trying to reach out to Danielle after the interview and she had him blocked on everything. And I think anyone close to her had him blocked and he could never get through to her apparently, but somehow got through to Kara and now they've been together for X amount of years. So I guess since we had a little bit of Bachelor in Paradise and um, the challenge talk here in one, um, do we just want to move on to this week's episode of, of the challenge? Um, I know I watched it this week. Did both of you, either of you watch it? I'm all caught up now. I watched both. I've watched half of one. Okay. Um, what are your... What are your thoughts? Okay, so you haven't watched this last episode, Abby? I have not. I just heard about Turbo's behavior. Gotcha. Okay. So, or read about it, I guess. So there are a few, like, main points of things, yeah, that happened this week. Turbo being one of them. Um, yeah. I think a one, another thing that was, like, one of the most notable things early on was Olivia and Horacio and how much, like, they specifically Horacio and Prestige during the daily challenge. It was very impressive. They were the first groups to go and he was just like it was his playground. I love him. He's my new challenge crush now. I can totally see why. I, I love him too. He's, he's great. I actually, when I was like watching this, I loved Olivia and Horacio so much. And I, I just kept thinking that like I hope that next season um we get some of these rookies back because we haven't been getting a lot of returning rookies and I think that this was a really good group of rookies but wait did they come in late on the first episode yeah and why remind me why that was that I'm like so confused with all these people coming in late and whatever um so Olivia and Horacio and Emmy and Nam came in late because Kenny and Casey um, had to leave since they had COVID and um, uh, they didn't, they didn't tell us this, but um, we know that also Anissa and her partner were taken back so that Anissa could come in later with Jordan. So were they alternate? I guess my question was really where Olivia and Horacio are originally alternates. Yes. Got it. Okay. That was stupid. Cause they're great. They're so great. Okay. And I was also thinking about this earlier, how great and how much I love Olivia on the challenge and how great and how much I love Justine on, um, the challenge USA and how they both love one, lo one love Island and how it's just like kind of a coincidence, I guess that the people that I'm really loving as far as rookies happen to be the winners of love island which i would have never thought that they would be so good on the challenge uh, yeah love i totally island agree UK or love island us love island us both of them okay it must be one of the, the one i didn't watch olivia won um the last season well i guess not the last season i haven't watched last season um so i guess two seasons ago and then justine won her season the season four. So Olivia yeah. won right after Justine. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So another couple notable things that happened during this uh, episode of the challenge is that Casey and Kenny come back into the game because Emmy and um, her partner, well, Emmy really, Emmy and Nam leave, but it's because Emmy decides that she doesn't want to be there anymore. And she had some words to say. Um, I didn't watch that. I saw there was like video clips of her, but I haven't watched them yet. But by the way, when we were watching the episode, my husband's like, this is not fair that Casey and Kenny just got to come right back in. Like, I don't know. Well, the only reason that they got to come back, and I think, is because Emmy and Nam left. But yeah. I know that Nerese said to, or Nerese and Raven maybe did a live. No, it wouldn't have been Raven. And Nerese and somebody did a live 
And um, Narice said that um, the way that she, that TJ went in on her when they left was like, not like he was like super mean to her. And she was like, we have like ro German royalty and like everybody at first were like, oh yeah, like whatever. And she, they're like, he's like, no, like not because um, it's like actual royalty. It's because she's like too much of a princess to be here. But I guess like she was really pissed that she was an alternate and she thought she was like better than that. So she was like not happy going into the house that she was an alternate. And then once they got into the house, um, Nam started not talking to her and it just like was not. Um, Why did he not talk to her? Um, because he had, he was talking to all of his friends that oh. he had from the challenge. And mm. so she was just like, not happy. Um, and so she like posts this thing about, um, pretty much saying that, and then we have people who responded. I know Josh said something, but I wasn't able to find it. I tried to look it up before we came on, on the podcast, but I couldn't find Josh's, but I did find a couple others. We have um, Corey Lay saying, Emmy was the rudest person I've ever met on the challenge world. She refuses to engage with anyone or even leave her hotel room. Threatened to quit the moment she got there. The problem isn't Nam. It was her being a diva, thinking she was better than everyone else. Um, and then Jack commented on that. He said, Nam deserved better. Um, and Corey Lay said he's literally the sweetest Emmy selfish ass literally ruined Nam's chances and took a spot from the cast of someone more deserving zero respect for her and then Jack says she got fined for breaking the rules was bitter she wasn't the center of attention and left and then Corey Lay says bunch of let random letters I didn't know about the fine crying face I'm screaming and then Chauncey commented on it and said accurate. And then she did another Instagram story responding to all of this. And she was like, how would you even know? Were you even on the show? Like talking <laughs> about how Corey and Josh were making comments and they didn't even get, they were both alternates. That's, I could, that makes uh, me like her. Cause that's, I was just thinking, I'm like, Corey's doing too much for someone who's not even on the season. Like calm Josh down. Too. I can't remember what Josh said, but Josh said something very similar. And so she's like talking about both of them. And then she calls Jack the girl with the pink hair. So then Jack changed his Twitter name to the girl with the short pink hair. <laughs> That's funny. I, I think I like him so far. I really like Jack. He's hilarious. But yeah, so there's like a lot of um, drama going on. But yeah, she basically, um, she, she claims she didn't get fined, but I mean, Chauncey even ch chimed in and said that she did. So I just, I don't know, but. Um, Ease. Where is she from originally? What show? Um, I don't know. She, oh, she's she just Nam's friend? No, she talks about how she's the queen of German reality TV and um, that she wanted to go in and cause like chaos and not was she the one who said she was on celebrity big brother or something um someone said they were on celebrity big brother and i was like oh wow i'm surprised like if you're a celebrity in your country you would come to this show let's see bear did a few people did yeah that's true i guess i guess yeah you're right so did Kaylee. Kaylee. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, she did Big Brother. She did the challenge Big Brother. She did uh La Casa de los Secretos, um, Beauty and the and the Nerd. Oh yeah, we used to have that in the US, Beauty and the yeah. Geek. I love that. Yeah. Show. I love that show. <laughs> God, that was so good. Yeah, I, I like what that too. Says. And then she was on a show called Avon Cluster. So I don't know. She's done her fair share of of reality TV. But yeah, so she and she talks about that too about how like she's the queen of reality TV and 
it's it's interesting because she talks about how TJ said that and when she says it she makes it sound like it was like this like good thing but then when Maurice talks about it Maurice is like no he was like telling her that she was being a diva it was like not a compliment Mm, got it I think a lot could be lost on the show with the language barrier um because even when they were doing the first competition I was like if they're reading these rules and they're in different it's not their home native language like that's kind of sucks it's not fair well I saw for the global challenge that all four hosts it's not going to just be TJ all four hosts are going to be there so maybe that will help with some of that at least on that show oh yeah that's great Oh, that'll that be great. interesting. Yeah. Um, so Bananas and Nani end up winning that daily challenge. And so then after that, we see the Turbo is basically fighting against everyone in the house. I feel super bad for Tamara. Um, I like her. Oh, I, I, I wish she could have another chance. I like her. Yeah, I know. She's another rookie that, I mean, apparently like on the official po- challenge podcast, um, Tori and Johnny, we're talking about how um, after they got done with that challenge, Turbo was yelling at her and was super upset because she swam past her, faster than him and she got up the road faster than him. And it made Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. So I feel really bad for her. And yeah, she's another one that I would, I would love to see. Um, I just liked her personality and I liked how she could tell that Turbo was not well-liked by everyone and wasn't behaving correctly, but still was like, this is my partner and I need to be loyal to my partner and I'm letting him take the lead. He's done this show before, but still was trying to navigate. The, I don't know. I, I liked how she handled, I think she handled a hard situation very well. I think so too. Um, I think that it would be very hard to deal with somebody who was in the mindset that turbo was in and yeah you're right I think she did um a good job of it for sure it would be really I think (sighs) okay so turbo's first season like everybody loved him but one thing that I really I noticed on turbo's first season was that he didn't get a whole lot of screen time other like confessional time so like we didn't get to know him in the same way that we get to know other challengers. And so um, then in the second season, we started to get to know more. We started getting more comfortable. We see his fight with Jordan. And then we see him even fighting against Nani in this episode. So um, I think it's really interesting that we- And him and Nani were friends. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, yeah, it's it's really sad to watch. But um I just feel like I'm glad that we got a third season of him just because I think that I'm, I think that we do need people on more than one season. I think it's pointless when people are one and done. Um, so to see his like evolution to me has been interesting and I don't understand why they, with knowing that the global tournament was like right around the corner, why they brought him back for ride or dies. Um, Oh, good point. It would have made more sense to me if they brought him back for the global challenge. Yeah, that would have been good. Listen, I have like, I feel like I have an unpopular opinion where I feel like Nani stirred it up with him. And she didn't need to come at him like that. And she kept going and going and going. And he was like, I don't want to have this conversation. And she would not, re- she kept chasing him around. And she That's only came up to him did. to make herself feel better. Like she wanted to make herself feel better about throwing him in. They were going to throw him in either way. And she was trying to get him to say, yes, put me in. So she didn't have to have a guilty conscience. So while and- I don't agree with how he's treating everyone, I felt like she stirred that shit up. I well, that's like a, a re- I didn't see it, but everything you just described, Michelle, was like deja vu to when Ninja freaked out on him and then she kept harassing him about wanting to apologize and talk to him and wanted forgiveness. And he's like, you need to leave me alone for right now. I wonder what the world. I didn't even think of that. True. I wonder what would have happened if he would have actually told Nani, no, I don't want to go in because he never said that. 
Exactly. Exactly. Like what, what was she going to do? Just not do it. Like, it seemed like that was their decision. I think that this early in the game, she would have been able to keep him around for at least another, another elimination. We're only on the second elimination. I think that even if she had conversations with Johnny that we weren't privy to about like, well, we, sh we should keep him around because like, first of all, like I'm one of his only friends here. And second of all, because he makes really good TV, then I think Johnny would be like, okay, yeah, and like put his producer hat on. And I think she could have this early saved him. Now, if this would have happened in three episodes, do I think she would have been able to save him? No, but this early, I think that she would have been able to um, to use something that made them put in like an Annalise and a um, Tommy instead. Yeah, she. Just, I just don't think she wanted to really do it. I I think she was kind of set on like, oh, she knows how he is. He was never going to say, don't throw me in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Never. Yeah. So I don't know. That's true. Um, and then we obviously also, obviously, then we also had the Michelle waterworks, which I thought was really interesting because I didn't realize that Michelle and Nani were that good of friends. <laughs> I know. That came out of nowhere for me. That was very cringe for me. I didn't like that. <laughs> I really want to ask somebody who went to Boston what she had to say about that over the weekend because, um, yeah, that's, she was full on tears during that moment. On um, Twitter, she was saying she was embarrassed. She's like, oh, I had my period or something. She's talking about her, like she was on her period and it was like over emotional and she was embarrassed by it. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that happens sometimes, but that's funny. Um, yeah. end up getting Turbo and Tamara and Olivia and Horacio in the elimination. Um, everyone is helping Olivia and Horacio, specifically Laurel, and but like really everybody is. And so Olivia and Horacio end up winning and they send um Turbo and Tamara home. Um, so what else have you guys been watching this week? uh so what else i just caught up on survivor what did you which think this episode was really nothing special to me i don't know if you felt differently if you guys watched it i watched it did you watch it abby what show survivor, survivor hun? oh no i still haven't i haven't caught up with survivor you're like a you're you like to binge watch survivor i'm not surprised i feel like you like to watch it all in one shot yeah i got into the last seat no what season did Marianne win? The last, the last one, right? I got into it because I wasn't even watching that one. And I started watching it because I was over at my mom's. Oh, and yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I was watching. Um, it was towards the end. And I was, it was really good. And we, she had two to catch up on. So we caught up. So then after that, I went back and started it from the beginning and benched it all before the next one aired so I could get caught up because I'm like oh I want to know these people because it had been a while since I watched Survivor and that started like my re-binge of watching the ones I hadn't seen Does that yeah. Make sense? yeah so yeah I haven't started it yet I probably will watch it like maybe when like four or five go by binge it yeah like episodes yeah well, I think we're about there. I think we're, we just finished episode five. Yeah, that was five. Really? It's already been on for five episodes? Yeah, it's going quick. Oh my God, where does the time go? I thought it just premiered. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot I want to say about this episode of Survivor. It was, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It just, oh. like, it didn't, it didn't, um... It was very similar to like what I feel like I've said about the last couple with like the um, the beads, get, getting the beads and whatever. So I'm excited uh, now that we're at the merge to see what happens next um, because yeah, the last, the last couple episodes I think have just been a little, a little repetitive getting to the merge. 
I know. I really want to see what the dynamics are like when they merge. Cause there's a lot of people who like want to be in control mm-hmm. and I want to see how Carla takes it, how Jesse takes things. Um, Cody, Ellie, like every, like, I want to see how these people take, like, maybe you're not in control anymore. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm excited for, um, Wednesday's episode and I'll make an announcement in the chat too but for everyone who is playing survivor fantasy um this is the last week you have until Wednesday to make a trade if you're wanting to make any trades for this season oh shoot okay yeah I know we're already at the end we're already to the beginning of episode six crazy yeah um so is there anything else either of you watch that were that you want to talk about? No, because I kind of abandoned Amazing Race. I don't know. I, I'll still watch it. I'll catch up, but it's not really, it's really not that good for me this season. They got rid of the non-elimination legs, which is different. Like usually there's a couple episodes every season where you think the person's eliminated, but then feels like this was a non-elimination leg. So they got rid of that. And now they have like these mega legs, I guess. I don't know. I don't like the changes that they did with the show. And I don't really think the cast is that great. So I've kind of lost a little interest. Amazing Race was never my favorite show. I just, I don't, I think I really got into it when Janelle and Brittany from Big Brother were on. I was like, oh, I love Janelle. So I started watching it again when they were on and I just kept going, but it's really not that compelling to me. I never really gave up on on Amazing Race either. Yeah. Same. Um, so I know that you finished a show, The Mole. I started watching it. I'm at episode eight. I still have two episodes left. So ah. we wouldn't mind if we could wait until next week to talk about it so that we can talk about who wins and everything. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to give any spoilers because Abby didn't watch it yet either, and I know she wants to watch it. Okay. Well, I have two episodes left. Do you just tell me if you like it or so far or what? I like it. I love it. And I totally agree with you about um, Will and Don being people that you'd like to see on other shows. I absolutely yeah. see why you said that. Um, but I also think I would like to see Avery again sometime too. Yep. I like her too. You're right. Um, okay. So I think now we can move on to um, our, our fantasy update. Um, so in our challenge league for our top three people, we have Justin P, um, Jara F and Lindsay K, um, as our top three, um, in our survivor league. Oh, I should have ended with the challenge. My bad. Um, in our survivor league, our top three are, um, Michelle Lopez, Steven and I'm in third now so that's exciting um and then in our bachelor in paradise league um Swaz is in first running away with it like literally has like a hundred more points than anybody um and then I'm in second in that league and Peter um is in third so those are our updates on um, who is in the top three of our fantasy leagues. And then... Good job, guys. What? I said good job, guys. Yes. Thanks. But, um, okay. So, with the fantasy update, um, obviously, um, Abby, you probably won't be able to unless you just want to do it based on what you have um read about it or if you just after you watch the episode if you want to like text me I feel like that's okay too and maybe I can like tweet it out um but the MVP and the LVP for this week's fantasy I am listening to the challenge mania one um episode right now so I haven't gotten to who they have as their MVP and LVP um last week I did give points for who Derek said it was actually really funny because Scott talks about like oh Derek because he has to get off the call early and he's like oh Derek like give your MVP and LVP like we need to do this because of like blah 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 like with like the fantasy league and Christina and 
the their podcast i can't remember the name and it's whatever they said uh scott said and <laughs> um but yeah so he makes derek give an, an mvp <laughs> and then he can, like completely forgets to give his own he just moves on <laughs> so i i did give for um derek's um I did give points for who Derek said last week, but he was the only one who gave an MVP or an LVP. And I think that's just how I'll do it every week. If we don't have one, um, then they just, you won't have those extra bonus points, but these are just kind of bonus points for um, the challenge. So my MVP this week goes to Horacio and my LVP goes to Turbo. Oh, those are good picks. Who was your MVP and your LVP, Michelle? Well, I have the same MVP as you. I picked Horacio as well. Um, I thought he performed well in the daily. They won the elimination. He started to connect with Laurel. So maybe he's going to have a showman. So I thought it was a really great episode for him. And then my LVP, I put Emmy. Can I put her? Does that count? Yeah, you can put her. That counts for sure. Does she quit? And screwed Nam over, even though I kind of like her on social media. <laughs> yeah, me too. But that's okay. That's still, it's still a good pick because she, we didn't even get to see her perform. We didn't know anything about her. So yeah, no, that's a good pick. Um, okay. So moving on to our next segment then. Wait, can I bring up one more thing I wanted to talk about with the challenge? Did yeah. you notice they're trying to give us the new kiki with asking nelson when's the last time you won a daily in every episode now <laughs> i did notice that yeah okay yeah he seemed like he was like pissed last episode when they asked him again yeah i bet they're gonna do it every episode now it's the new kiki i really think that's so funny well hopefully he gets to win one this season yes um okay so reality tv news um Global challenge left for quarantine. Like I said earlier, if you haven't listened to our um, last episode that me and Abby broke down that cast, then you should definitely go do that because we talk about um, everyone. Um, with that being said, though, we did some Twitter polls, which was actually Abby's idea to do some Twitter polls. And so we did these Twitter polls to... Um, see who everybody was looking forward to. And I was actually pretty surprised by some of the results. So I did a first round of um, just like some girls against girls, guys against guys. The first one was um, Amber, Jenny, Justine, and Sarah. Jenny won that round. Um, Danny, Nelson, Theo, and, and yes, Theo won that round. Um, Naya, Kellyanne, Tori, and Alyssa, Naya won that round really easily, like 65%. Um, <laughs> then we had uh, Darrell, Ben, and Brad. And that one was really close. Darrell had 48% and Brad had 43%. Um, so that one was really, really close. Our next one was really close too. We had John A, Casey, and Jody. Um, John A won at 50% and Jody had 46%, which I think is really funny considering the three of us aren't excited to see Jody. I know. I guess we're in the minority there. Apparently. And then um, we had, I had Johnny West and Jordan. Jordan won that one. That one was really close too. It was like 28%, 33%. And Jordan ended up winning with 39%. Um, and then I did MJ, Nehemiah, Kyland, and Devin. And MJ won that one at 40%. So then the next day um, I put the winner's head to head against each other and so we had Darrell, Theo, Jordan, and MJ. Um, Darrell won that one at, at won that round at 43% and then I had John A, Anaya, and Jenny and Jenny won that round at 47% and then so I put Darrell and Jenny head to head which I was actually kind of surprised that Darrell and Jenny ended up being the winners of this personally but I'm shocked by this. Yeah so then I was shocked by Darrell or Jenny? Both. <laughs> so Darrell, people really like Jenny that Jenny. much. I think people are just excited for her return because they think she got screwed. 
she, I, I totally agree, but she was not that compelling to me, but okay. <laughs> no, I was shocked with Jenny. Darrell, not so much. Jenny, I was shocked by that she won. So then we had Darrell and Jenny going head to head against each other to see who was the most overall person that people wanted to see. And they tied 50% to 50%. Wow. So I'm shocked for different reasons for Darrell. Darrell, I'm shocked because he's been on the last three All-Stars. We've seen him three times in a row now. He was on this current season. He's coming on like. He was just on season 36. I know. Like, I, listen, he's my favorite. He, of course, I voted for him. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm shocked everyone else agrees with me. So, yeah, I was I was very, very surprised by those results. But. That's that's the results that we got. If you have a problem with it, then you should have voted. Yeah. <laughs> um, check out our, our Twitter page for future polls. We'll do more fun stuff like that. That was kind of fun. I think people like romanticize the past because Jenny, I don't know, man. <laughs> she was pretty boring. I don't know. But we'll know, see. Maybe she'll win. Well, it will be interesting to see her and Johnny on a season now that Johnny's single. Is she? Because wasn't oh, there know. rumors of them canoodling? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know if she's single. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to watch. Um, I'm I'm overall excited for the global um global challenge for sure. It has some some really good names, in my opinion. Um, another thing that I saw in reality TV news was that Cody Calafiori got engaged. Uh, I saw him on a date once. <laughs> really like in real life yeah at the freehold mall in new jersey (laughs) at uh i think it's called brio it's like this italian restaurant that's always attached to malls for some reason (laughs) what's funny well he got engaged like this cute little uh blonde girl i don't know if that's who's engaged i didn't see who's engaged to this was this had to be five five years ago like at least it was before all stars all that it was a while ago Gotcha. Um, I think his, his fiance's name is Christy, I believe. Um, it's the same person that he was with during all stars. Oh, I bet, I bet it's her then. I don't really, I don't remember outside. I got to look and see what she looks like and see if it rings a bell. Um, okay. So that's pretty much the reality TV news that I have, um, found this week. Honestly, um, I should have, I should have kept more, a closer eye on things that were going on this week, but um, I don't feel like a whole lot happened. Yeah. No, I haven't seen much. We've been dry week for that kind of stuff. Is there anything else that either of you two saw that you want to talk about? I just want this isn't really news, but that book that they've been promoting the shit out of about how to win at the challenge in life comes out tomorrow. And I was just curious what you guys thought about it. Um, I'm going to get it. I'm going to read it. I, I, I'm a reader. So, I mean, just even having something like that would be, I think, cool. I also think it'd be cool because there's, my understanding is that there's different chapters on different challengers. Yes. Since I do go to like challenge mania lives and stuff on occasion. I think that'd be a cool thing to get to bring with me so that a challenger could like sign their chapter. Oh, that's awesome. So the people that they're advertising are Bananas, CT, Darrell, Veronica, Jordan, Derek K, Landon. Mm. Yes. Jody. They love the shit out of Jody, I guess. Um, MJ, Rachel Robinson, Mark Long, Tyler Duckworth, Carmaria. So she's in the book. Mm-hmm. A, Cynthia Roberts, Alton. Julie Rogers, Cyrus, Emily Schramm, and then Hunter Barfield, which I feel like is a controversial choice. That is very odd. Really? I love that he's in the book. Oh, I can't wait to read his chapter. I didn't know. <laughs> wait, Wes isn't in the book? Uh, he's not on the back that says exclusive profiles with. Yeah, he's not included on that. Interesting. I don't know if he's in it or not. Maybe he didn't want to be. Maybe it was his choice. I don't know. That makes me so excited for Hunter. Okay, now I'm like really like, okay, P.S. If anybody's listening to this and you have like a Challenge Mania DC poster, I know that this was like five years ago, probably. It was like right after Final Reckoning. If you have one of those that you're willing to part with, I I would love it, please. (laughs) To any of our listeners out there. But I didn't realize at the time, like, I mean, I knew what Challenge Mania was. I knew that people went to them, but I didn't realize at the time, like, what exactly I was missing out on. But to see now that 
um, knowing what I know about Challenge Mania and knowing that like Kayla was there and Hunter was there and that it was the day after the Final Reckoning reunion filmed. And I know that like that, that Challenge Mania was a hot mess from what I've heard from everybody because of that. And like um, Joss didn't show up and he was supposed to, but um, I don't know. I just think that that's just... It's legendary, and I would love that poster. Someone I know went to that because I remember someone was texting me. Maybe it was my friend Josh. He was like texting me, like the play-by-play, -play, like this person didn't show up. Blah blah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You just triggered my memory. Yeah, if I if I knew now, or if I knew then what I know now, I would have I would have been in DC. But it's okay. It's okay. Well, there'll, there'll be more, but probably never with those same people, which is so sad and unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that book because I think, I think that, um, as someone who talks about the challenge as much as we do, I just, how could I, how could I not be interested to see what they have to say? Yeah, I definitely am going to read it. <laughs> I'm a big reader too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be something when I say, you know, um, so what are we watching, listening to, reading? We'll actually have something that we've read. <laughs> yep. Michelle likes to, she, I know she did like to read. I don't know with baby if she has time to read. Oh, anymore. please. No, no, no. I took, I took a break for a couple of years after Kyler was born. I thought I, I was going to read, it. like, I thought maternity leave. I'm going to have so much. I'm going to be reading books. I'm going to house is going to be spectacular the days flew by it i feel like nothing got done <laughs> uh that i mean i've never had a baby but i feel like just in life in general that happens time just yeah i was gonna say story of my life um okay so reality tv wise is there anything else that you two want to talk about no okay so in pop culture news i think one of the biggest things um to happen obviously was that taylor swift dropped her new album and she is breaking records all over the place she was um the has broke the record of the most the album that has been listened to the most in one day she has broken to the record the record of the song that has been um streamed the most in one day um she beat the record of best-selling album of 2020 which beat harry styles harry's house um she beat the record of uh biggest sales in one week she beat the record of the modern day record for the most u.s vinyl albums sold in one week um she is just breaking records all over the place with this i also saw on apple music the other day that she had um all she had 10 songs in the top 10 of apple music so like every single song on apple music was a taylor swift song from her new album so she's just i mean i love taylor swift so i was really excited about this and it's it's really cool to see all the records that she's been breaking with this album um and you like the album i do okay so there was like obviously speculation before the album came out about what the album was going to be. And I really, really liked, I, okay. So I liked Taylor Swift when she first came out, loved her. And then I went through a phase where I was just kind of over it, but then I started to like her again, um, at 1989. And then when reputation came around, I, like that album was on repeat like 24 7 for me and i loved her reputation album so i was hoping that this would be more like reputation but um i was hoping that it would be like rep i think i tweeted this i was hoping it would be like reputation in 1989 had a baby but instead it was like 1989 and lover had a baby and it has some reputation like reputation helped raise it 
Oh, I saw, I did see you say that. I don't, I didn't get all the references. I used to really love Taylor, but I kind of like have faded out. I went, the, I went to see her on the 1989 tour. That was my, that was my favorite album from her. I love that one. I saw her on the Reputation tour and I'm excited to see her on this Midnight's tour. I'm sure that, um, I mean, there's, there's, it, it'll happen. I'm sure that this, this tour is going to happen. So I'm excited to see her again. It should be a, a fun time, but yeah, so that was something I guess that kind of um, happened in pop culture and also kind of happened in my life because I've been listening to um, those songs a lot. So I have not listened to the album. I used to be a big Taylor Swift fan too, but I as well am kind of just like blah now. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll like the, some of the songs once I listen to them, but I, I have not been diehard. Um, like everyone else has been. I mean, it's all over my Twitter feed, so. Um, yeah, no, she she's definitely a controversial person, but she, she's gotten so big over the years. And I think part of um, something that, that makes her so great is that um, kind of like people like me who, if they liked her at one point, even if they fell off for a little bit, eventually I feel like most people go back to like, oh, actually this is a really good album. Because at this point, she's put out 10 albums. She has an album for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, so is there any other pop culture news that either of, of you two saw this week? No, I was kind of digging around and looking for things, but nothing really, there was nothing that really struck my fancy. <laughs> I like Heather DeBro from Housewives of Orange County has this huge mansion that she made such a freaking big deal about building. And last season on the show, she like finally came back to the show. She went on hiatus for like five years. So it was like, oh, we never got to see her house once it was finished. And she went back on the show and we saw um, her house and it's like absolutely ridiculous movie theaters, whatever. It's the most ridiculous house I've ever seen. Um, and then she was just in the news the other day because they sold it for $55 million. So I think she was trying to get back on the show so she could showcase the house and sell it. I'm sure they made a ton of money. 55 million? Holy yeah. cow. Her husband is from Botch. I don't know if you guys ever watched Botch. Dr. Terry Debro. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. So that they sold their house for $55 million. So that was the only little, that, I guess that's more reality TV news, but whatever. Sorry. No, that's okay. Anything? That was the only thing that struck my fancy that I, when I was re- trying to catch up on things. Is there anything that you saw this week, Abby, that we haven't already talked about? No, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, so what's been going on in your life this week? Anything fun? Exciting? Abby? No, same old. Work, kids. That's um, what yeah, about I'm, I'm boring. I saw, that, I saw that you posted something, an article on your Facebook. That was kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm back in the swing of things at work. And it's like, I don't know. It's crazy. They have me doing so much. And they had me like um, working on this. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. But if you have an LG television, you get all of these channels called LG channels for free. Um, and we have like different ways of viewing it. And there's like a view that's kind of like a Netflix or whatever. And part of my job is I'm really organizing that and like making themes and making all these fun content driven highlights. Like, you know, for September, we did September, October, we did Hispanic heritage month and like content that's related to that and kind of building stuff up. So I just did this whole thing for Halloween and they did a press release for it. So I was excited. That is so exciting. I'm very proud of you, Michelle. Oh, thank you. It's it's like kind of like I was kind of dreading going back to work, but I'm like, okay, it's kind of fun. I'm getting things done. All right. I'm back in it now. But that's cool too. Like, I don't know. I, it makes me excited for you that you get to do cool things like that. Like that's, that's really cool. Oh, thank you. Outside of work, is there anything exciting going on in your life? Did you do anything fun this week? Um, anything exciting going on today? My baby is four months old. I'm so sad. He's growing mm-hmm. up so fast. It's so sad. 
Um, and we went yesterday and I saw a bunch of my family. Um, and it was, it was very nice that like my mom babysat him for a couple hours. So she was loving that. So it was fun. Um, okay. So for me, besides the new Taylor Swift album coming out, I know one thing Abby wanted me to talk about is that I got acupuncture this last week and I, yes, I want to hear about this. Oh, did you post it? I think I saw a picture or video of you doing it. It was a picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Okay. So yeah, so I love acupuncture. I, for those that don't know, I worked at a chiropractic office for um, about a year and a half doing marketing for them. Um, and when I worked there, I started getting acupuncture by one of their doctors, but then um, the doctor moved and is no longer working there anymore. So I hadn't done it in over a year. And, um, I finally, there's like one other doctor at the chiropractic office that does it. And, um, but he's the owner. And so I don't know, it wasn't, he's just like kind of an intimidating guy. So I just was like, I, I just opted not to do it. But then when I was at work the other week, my neck was hurting me so bad. And I remember like how much acupuncture helped my neck. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to make an appointment. And so I, um, made an acupuncture appointment and, um, it wasn't awkward at all. I can report that it was actually, it was actually nice to, to um, see him and talk to him because I haven't worked there for a little over a year now. And, um, actually right at a year, I haven't worked there. And so, um, I don't know. I haven't really, I go in and I get adjusted, but I get adjusted by a different doctor. And so I just, I never really see him or have talked to him. And so, but it wasn't awkward at all. It was totally fine. And, um, he did my sinuses and he did, um, my neck and I usually have neck pain, like pretty much all day, every day. If it's not like a, a, like pain in my neck, it's like at least a discomfort in my neck. And I haven't felt anything since I got acupuncture last Tuesday. Last night was the first time I felt it get just a little stiff and like that I even noticed anything, but it wasn't even like a pain again. It was just like a little bit of discomfort. And today I feel totally fine. So it's been almost a week of just relief for me and I love it. And, um, wow. yeah, I feel like my sinuses could still use a little bit of work. Um, but I mean, that's with everything. It's not like one time and it's done. So I have another appointment next week. And I think after that, I'll probably go like once a month just to like, make sure that, um, yeah, that I keep everything good. But yeah, I did acupuncture last week and I love it. I couldn't recommend it more to people. I, I'm, I'm not in pain and it's, it feels, it feels great. But yeah, I, cause I've never, sorry. I was just gonna say to you, like, I also want to say too that like not everything works for everybody. So even if it doesn't work for you, I think that it's at least worth trying. Yeah, I've always wondered about that. You don't know until you try. But yeah, I mean, and it can do like so many other things too. Part of me thinks that like once I'm done with my neck and my sinuses, I'll be like, well, that works so well. I wonder how like if I can just make everything feel like perfect, you know? Because <laughs> I know it can help with like anxiety and stuff too, but you also don't want to work on so many things at one time. You just kind of want to take it, you know, a little at a time. You could, like, it does so many things. I know people who do acupuncture for fertility too. Like there's so many things you can do. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it more. If you have like any kind of problems, then look into acupuncture. Cause I know again, it doesn't like help at everything and it doesn't help everybody. But if you have any kind of pain, like definitely look into it because it, it's really helped me a lot. So. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad it's worked for you. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, and then yesterday, my cousin's baby got baptized. And so, um, yeah, so like my whole family got together and we, I... I mean, it wasn't like everybody, everybody, but it's more family than has gotten together at one time 
since COVID, since like 2019. So is this the baby you did the shower for? Or was that your friend? That no, was a friend. A friend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So different baby, but um, my cousin actually, their their baby is like nine months old. It was born in um at like the end of January, and normally babies get baptized sooner than than nine months, but my cousin's husband is um, one of the batting coaches for the Baltimore Orioles. And so um, since baseball season just got over, that's why they waited until, until now to get him baptized. Well, that's cool. I like the Orioles. So, yeah. He used to play for the Phillies for like a decade. He played for the Phillies. Oh. And so that was really interesting because like my mom, my dad, and my brother at one point, like tried to talk to me yesterday about like, oh, so like the Padres or whatever, and they're playing the Phillies this weekend. And I'm like, I feel like I should not be talking about this in this house because. Uh oh. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I didn't, but obviously um, the Phillies won. The Phillies are going to the world series, which is for horrible. me. Really? You think horrible? I don't like them. My husband, my husband was mad. He's like, oh my, he hates, he's a Mets fan. So he hates the Phillies. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, just because, and I mean, I know that he isn't affiliated with the Phillies anymore, but just because he was a Philly for so long, I feel like I didn't really have a team before I started seeing Brent. So if any team were to do well, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it being the Phillies. Okay, <laughs> but I don't know. But I mean, yeah. But that's the biggest part is that baseball season's over. Yeah, it is for me too because the Yankees lost too. So there we go. Um, I'm 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 baseball season is long. So as much as I didn't mind watching it, I'm I'm glad to have a break. Yeah, it's fun to go to games like um. Almost every year, except for before, I would say like before COVID, my husband and I used to go to spring training every year and like in Florida and it was so fun. It was really was a blast, but I kind of, I used to be like such a big, big baseball fan. And it's just, I don't know, the last three years, I, I kind of faded out a little bit. Interesting. Well, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad the baseball season's coming to an end just because it's such a long, such a long season, but um it will be back before we know it for sure. They only get like a four-month break. Yeah. Um, okay, so is there anything else that either of you two want to talk about before we end here? Uh I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. Okay, well. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in. Um, we will be back next week and yeah, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you soon.